This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. So if you like myself and Keen in your ear holes discussing Drag Race, you may also like us discussing other queer things. So why don't you come on over and check out our other podcast, Queer Classified. Tell us a bit about it. Exactly. Like if you like how we dissect the attempt at representing queer people in this televisual format and you want to hear people hear us dissect movies like Clueless or albums like The Gossip Standing in the Way Control or the George Michael Outside video. Well, Queer Classified is where we get to expand our reach and oppose our same critical eye on different uh, mediums that are trying to represent or appeal to the queer form. Some do it well, some do it poorly, but we dissect them all. Mm-hmm. Come and find out what we think and a host of absolutely spectacular Irish guests about some of the best, worst and most whatever queer content out there. Yes, this week join us as we're joined by drag sensation, a vocal reaction as we dissect the seminal album by The Gossip, Standing in the Way Control. You can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast and uh, we'll see you there. Okay, we're back. Episode two, Snatch Game. To be honest, this is the one I wanted to discuss the most since I got up this morning on Saturday morning. I've been watching Snatch Game on repeat. It was step spectacular. I always said Steptacular. It was that too, this Steps album. It was Steptacular. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, Five, six, seven, eight. But let's jump into the start of the episode. We have that sort of aftermath of the blocking between Shay and Trinity. And I guess I'm just reiterating my point that like, Trinity does not seem to be bothered. No. Shay like spins it in this way, being like, I just knew you'd be the queen who'd bounce back, which I don't necessarily believe. But like, it just seemed like a bit of amicable jokery. Yeah, it really was. I mean, you know, to be perfectly honest, I think if the blocker meant that you weren't going to win the 10,000, there'd be a bit more kind of animosity about mm. it. But ultimately, you know, you haven't got your star to get on. You mean your to, legendary legend you know, star? You're like, I haven't got your legendary legend star. You're like, you're at risk because your legendary legend star is going to be blocked from you. You're not going to be able to get a legendary legend star until you go and buy one at DragCon. But and you might um, not be, become a legendary legend. And that is true. You are not going to be a legendary legend. Losing maybe the new winning, but you will never be a legendary legend <laughs> with that attitude. There's, there's definitely a drag race tongue twister in there. Oh, we are going to be getting a legendary legend song soon. Yeah. I'm a legendary legend. Look at my star. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Rue, I can't believe you joined us on the call. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come back come back to me when that's not the not the melody. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be just I mean, that's yeah, it. I just it love Rue being in the room with like the writers and it's like, why do we want to call the prop and they've got all these sort of fun star names and he's like, "Guys, it should just be the legendary legend star." And they're like, "You sure, Rue? I don't know, is it that catchy?" And he's like, "No, I love it." And then they're like, "All right, okay." Mm-hmm. Just just yeah, keep them absolutely. happy. We don't want the drama. Just call it a legendary legend star. <laughs> or probably they've called it something else and he keeps calling it the legendary legend star. That's true. I yeah, know. yeah. He's he's in there calling it a Mexican star. Yeah, oh, that's what it's. I'm a Mexican legend. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. So 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 stupid. So, y'all wanted a twist, eh? Not only one character in Snatch Game, they have to give us two, and I really hope they keep this upping the ante 
of the challenges across the season like I think it'd be really good I know next week is a ball I hope we have to do like four looks for that or they have to make two looks and bring two looks or something like that like I, I hope they double down on the on the on the difficulty yeah I, I absolutely agree with that and I hope that the the challenges that require them to construct things there they're given adequate time to do it so that they can do it well so like a couple of days <coughs> to build something or two days at least to build something so that you aren't kind of getting this like shoddy stuff thrown onto the to the runway obviously these queens coming back are going to have like made sure that they're really well prepared you saw that today in snatch game like the queens knew their characters inside out and i know that they were benefiting from like a very neg- a very positive like edit and like you were like you you could tell rue was like doing his bit to like you know laugh and joke with him as well mm. but i do think that all those queens came incredibly prepared for snatch game yeah like they they obviously knew they had to prepare two characters because they had two characters down well yeah absolutely <clears throat> Um, so let's just get into it, right? Let's stop beating around the bush. Let's do the first pass, which was... Now, I haven't written them down in order. And actually, it actually stressed me out that they all changed positions as well on the second run. Like, that kind of annoyed me. But the first pass was... Joanna Lumley, Elsa Majimbo, Natasha Leone, Mike Tyson, Rico Nasty, Satan, uh, Madame and Prince. So we t- started at the top left-hand corner, which was Mike Tyson from Monet Exchange... This was the better one from Monet, I think. I really enjoyed the sort of the camp anal loving Mike. I didn't know he loved anal so much. I loved the way that Monet was chewing on an ear at one point. I thought that was good. But I I enjoyed the fun in the character. Yeah. And I do have to say, I mean, Monet is very handsome out of drag. And this like Mike Tyson look, I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I never noticed this before. But no, I think the, the, the actual, the impersonation was spot on. Like it kind of, like even the outfit was very kind of reminiscent of like when Mike Tyson and the impersonation was of like Mike Tyson when he's been on The Simpsons those couple of times. Mm. So like it, it was really clever really funny kind of stupid really just like allowing herself just do whatever she wanted i i I, yeah didn't hold back at all this is definitely the best of the two um of the two monet performances and like again one of those characters like who you wouldn't necessarily think of as being a snatch game character but Mm. then when you see it done you're like oh of course i kind of feel the tattoo at the side of the head which was done by permanent marker like started off well and then just sort of looked scribbled which I kind of thought added to the parody as well yeah absolutely <clears throat> I know I, I kind of would have liked a hangover reference in there maybe with the tiger or something like that maybe like that's the other sort of go-to re- cultural reference I might have for Mike Tyson but fun and I love how like he had a gay like I know he has a list but like it was the gay list this time yeah I thought that was kind of fun no it was it was really fun and I yeah, I do think as well like there was a couple of like I mean even think you saw the eating on the ear thing um and it would have been nice to have like a hangover reference as well but I think that the, the thing that, that that Monet did so well as Mike Tyson was like engaging with the other queens and kind of mm. being part of the conversation. Um, yeah, like, I mean, it was a, I, like in any other Snatch game, this would have won. And I think we'll say that for pretty much any, pretty much all of the, the, the queens as we go through them, it'll be a case of if this had been done in there in, in another season, it would have been the winning Snatch game. Mm, like, I, think I don't, that, I wouldn't say that for Mike Tyson. I think it was a top. I don't think it was high, but okay, I don't think it was okay. a winner. Okay, well, you know, Mike Tyson is topping Ross Matthews, apparently. <laughs> topping everybody, it seems like. <laughs> uh, like, I didn't have any side-slapping moments. It was like, oh, that's no. good, that's fun. You know, yeah, yeah, good. no, absolutely. Um, Raja gave us Madam, who I actually was watching YouTube videos of before. I don't know how familiar you were with them before, but it's like the puppet character of the uh, ventriloquist Whale and Flowers. 
the first video I watched had the joke that Raja told about I've been on this show, I've been on that show, and I'm now I'm on Quaaludes. Um, but I don't mind the repetition because I think what Raja did here is this is obviously a community character. They took the the good jokes from that character, they repeated them in the same style, and because it's not Gemma Collins or it's not Kim Kardashian, someone who's quotes have become played to death on yeah. social media they still feel fresh and they fit the scenario so i think that along with the characterization meant this was i think this was my favorite of the first pass i agree i think that it was it was like it, it's one of the most interesting things i think we've ever seen done on, on snatch game and that mm-hmm. like the, the the facial kind of the, the, the mask that was used and the, like the way it was able to kind of open and close it like it it was a stunning piece of just engineering just in terms yeah. of putting it together and then the character was i was only vague like I, I i was only vaguely familiar like i had seen clips of 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 this puppet in the past i didn't even know what it was called or where it had come from but i really got that character of the kind of like you know a a, a boozy punch and judy kind of a, a mm. carry on shtick and i i thought like she did it's such a clever choice as well because you would sort of especially after her snatch game like her her Tyra was fine but you kind of felt like that was the lane she was going to be in like maybe she'd come back and do like another kind of like modely type kind of person and sort of lean into kind of some basic humor but this was so clever and just so like high concept I was blown away by it yeah and this is you know the elements I love about Drag Race is especially like a queen like Raja is just so knowledgeable on all these cultural things that she brings you these cultural references that you don't know about and you can learn about and you can appreciate and I kind of feel that's kind of missing in the new season of the shows like where these queens sort of grew up on the show and like Instagram and stuff like that like you know Lady Camden didn't really give us any references to this degree whereas Raj is like such a a stateswoman of culture and art that I just feel this is perfect this is exactly what I want I got that old feeling of Drag Race back again where I'm like yeah Uh, let me learn about this there was there were so many characters going through this where you were seeing these people played out in a way that just was like actually you're right it's like you're being introduced to a new character it's not just either kind of a passable impersonation of someone who's big on tiktok or youtube or instagram mm. or sort of like a version of an snl performance that you're you're kind of seeing again it was like unique and interesting inspired you to go back and like find out more about the character that you're seeing yeah so i i like i mean it, again exactly as you said it kind of brought me back that joy of of early snatch games where it was something because i was as i have been famously famously in in sissy that pod circles been sort of calling for the end of snatch game mm. and this really sort of really showed me what how good it, how good a, a challenge it can be yeah 100 percent. next up was joanna lumley from vivian and i i think basically you know let's circle back to your your call to cancel snatch game like i actually think this showed us the best and the worst of Snatch Game in that the Vivian didn't do well because Rue didn't understand the characters that well. Now, I think Rue does understand Joanna Lumbly and we'll get to Catherine Tate. But I kind of feel... I think it's more. this is more applicable to Catherine Tate, but it's like, I just feel Rue, Rue didn't know the character that well enough that you couldn't bounce off them. I don't think the camera people were able to edit her properly. Like, maybe I'm giving her more credit, but... Like, she had the impersonation down. I guess she didn't have the jokes for Joanna down, except that Chanel joke. But I kind of just felt, you know, people who get... British people will find this funnier than Rue did. And if there was a British person at the helm, 
she could have got that person could get more out of the Vivian. I don't know. I I think that for if you're doing like an abfab Joanna Lumley, like kind of you know part of playing into that character is to kind of ramshackle nature of of mm. them and the sort of like oh darling darling like a kind of like the smoking and the drinking and the kind of the hair askew and all out of the place and you know like there there's lots of there's lots of missed opportunities i felt like i think that the character was too put together overall like the the sort mm. of the look was too perfect I, and i don't know like i like I, I didn't think i actually was like and this is kind of what i was saying when, when we did sort of bring it up earlier is that I, I felt like kind of she felt very constricted and maybe like as if she was second guessing herself and she didn't necessarily have the freedom to just kind of you know really just go for it like i was really hoping against hope Against hope, against hope, against hope. Again, for a second time Poor in hope. this. Poor hope. Hoping against it. But I was 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 really just thinking, please God, give us the Scylla. Give yeah. us the Scylla that we have been teased now for four years. Mm. And it's like, that would have been... Because like, you know, it wouldn't have mattered the kind of like... It, it wouldn't have mattered that like someone didn't necessarily get the specific references. Like you were just like a crazy Northern woman with all your dating show and surprise, surprise stuff. Yeah. And it would have just been like, I think that would have been much better. But this felt too controlled and, and like, as if it was sort of very uncertain. Do you reckon if it had been snatch game of love, she would have done Scylla. I mean, that would have been brilliant. Like it would have just fell into the hand straight away, right? Like, yeah, it, it really would have. I'm not normally on this side of the wall, Rue, like straight away. <laughs> Ah, oh, Graham. <laughs> um, yeah, she she's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she, she... <laughs> exactly. She could have been outing people like about Diana Vreeland. She's a journalist. Yeah, she's journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look I'll revisit that critique again when we get to Catherine Tate but like yeah this was disappointing and I found myself again rooting for the Vivian being like come on we know you have it in you and this was disappointing it I was think. it was very it was very disappointing when, when you know what the you level yeah the level of of, of, of of their capabilities in this in this area up next then was Satan <clears throat> played as a high femme twink that was a really great uh, decision my only disappointment here was there was a whole question about Bianca Del Rio and she did not say not, not today, today Satan. Satan. I was like, come on, that's an open goal. Uh, but other than that, I thought it was very fun. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. It kind of gave me shades of the South Park uh, Satan. And I, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Also like the clever, like the kind of the makeup on it was so completely stunning. Like that, mm. like the red stood out so much. The black Obviously contact they, lenses. Yeah. Oh my God. Also like, I think that they must have been, like there must be different rules for who you can do on this Snatch game versus other Snatch games because people were able to do fictional characters, which I don't think you had been able to do. I don't think you can do copyrighted characters. And okay. I think that's which I'm confused by how Madam got away with it because surely she's copyrighted. Unless, unless Madam is out of copyright now because it's like a, a long time ago since they were. Yeah. Who knows? Know. Yeah. If they just paid for the copyright, but yeah, I think that's why I don't think you can do copyright characters because which is why you got Nat, where you got Catherine Tate instead of Nan. Yeah, and you got Joanna Lumley rather than Patsy, and you got Martin Lawrence rather than Shanae. Like you know, you yeah. got these characters done as the as the actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, really good. But again, I think the Leslie Jordan was was the better of the two. So we'll, oh, we'll get yeah, into yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Then the bottom left was Natasha Leone as Jinx. This was good, but. Again, I was expecting more just because it's Jinx. Like, I thought it was fun, that joke about 
Jade are trying to top uh, Monet Exchange as like a four-year-old pushing out a sofa or whatever. Like It was a fun line and, and the smoking gaff, but it doesn't have the magic of the Edie or the Judy Garland, which you would get. Yeah, no, I, I think that it was like, I think Michelle pointed out on the main stage that like it was a, a hard choice because it's not exactly a character who screams caricature. Mm. Um, And I, I did, like, I, I think that she did a, a really solid job, but I, like it was, it was excellent. And it was definitely like, again, if you're putting any of these, really much any of these guys on this first panel in another season, they're definitely in the top. And I think that Natasha and Leon would have gone to top. But yeah. like the, the like, the overshadowing of the 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 era of Judy Garland snatch game like that is beginning now it, mm. it like like it, you almost forget about it, it like it wipes the pl- the plate clean it's like it, how does someone who has given the most iconic snatch game of all time come back and do something even better than that like i i mean I'm always like, I'm just like, forget Natasha Leone. Let's just talk about Judy Garland. Yeah. In fact, let's just talk about Judy Garland for the rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling through the first battle at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rico Nasty. I watched this interview with Rico Nasty on Vice and it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen because I couldn't tell if they were being serious or whether they were being a parody. She was being interviewed by this guy who was so deadpan and he was like, oh, what do you love to do on tour? And she was like, you know, spitting in people's mouths and signing titties. And he was like, cool. It was just, it was just like, it was just so strange. Like, look, just Google Rico Nasty advice to see the interview. It was so batshit. Based on that, Evie seems to be playing her on stage persona rather than her herself. And because she's a lot more like deadpan and just sort of strange i think evie could have got away with that more so that like the guy asked her what's the weirdest thing she'd seen on the underground because he was like i always see like people running around being naked and she was like oh i hate when people are just there laughing at their own farts and i was like that's the worst thing you've seen on the underground so like i don't know she's a weird character i think evie could have just played a version of herself and got away with it but instead it was this awful nah tongue out ratchet girl i just was cringe the degree to which evie oddly is trying to wedge her laugh into everything is like she's like we get it that was your signature calling card in your own season but you don't need to like throw it in everywhere i I didn't know anything about this character and I was kind of a bit like we were saying about the more recent Snatch Games where it's all populated by these kind of off, like a lot of time, like these off kilter kind of really out there references Mm. that like, and it's okay to do something like that as long as it translates to funny, but this didn't translate to funny. It translated to sort of just, I don't know, confusion in my mind. Yeah. And I think the difference between like, Evie and who were we talking about at the start? Top left was, um, Madam. No, left of Madam. Joanna Lumley or Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. There's you, Mike Tyson, and Rico Nasty is Monet was able to play a parody of Mike Tyson, whereas Evie was just playing Rico, Rico Nasty. Nasty. Wasn't able to find a caricature of that. You know, yeah. I think that the the, the 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 difference there is I don't think Evie actually knows how to find the caricature and she falls into it with the boogeyman, which we'll get to by nature of you can't just normally play the boogeyman. You have to reimagine it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was like the only reason they were in crickets is because they were being nice to everybody. This was yeah. as bad as will be. Yeah, I I would. No, I, I definitely think it like I, I explicitly wrote in my notes better than Whoopi but benefiting from the edit so 
I would say that was better than Whoopi, but I do absolutely agree. Like this benefited from the other. I think that if this had been a regular sort of you know season, we would have seen uh, Evie versus Jada in the bottom two. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, then beside uh, Rico was Elsa Majimbo, who I also looked up after this. I hadn't seen her before. Uh, something she so Monet um, like played on the fact that she like bites on a crisp every time she tells a punchline she also like puts sunglasses on as well and like does a really sort of high laugh which I think Monet did at some or sorry Shay did at some points um, but an interesting character and it, she definitely was able to get jokes across but again it wasn't like it was like safe to high in a normal season it wasn't a win yeah I, I agree with you like I enjoyed it I thought that like she I I, I I liked the character. It seemed funny. But yeah, it wasn't kind of like blowing anyone away. But it was fine. Yeah, yeah, perfectly fine. And then some like Jada as Prince. I fancy Jada so much as Prince. I just yeah. thought he looks so sexy. Again, to, to reference my notes, all I've written is not giving anything except sexy. <laughs> like very 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 sexy. But I like, did find it funny though. Like as the digital is saying like it wasn't Prince, but it was funny. And like, what was it last night I dreamt of this answer or something like that? Or like just saying old, old road, like it's just so silly. Like, I think they really lost it towards the end when the, it was like my grey and I'm promoting yeah. this like hair dye. I was just like, okay, you've lost one of yourself. So it actually did start sort of funny. And I think like the combination of just this like cute little sexy prince who's a bit doolally i don't know i yeah. found it quite endearing like i preferred that to to elsa majimbo even though like elsa majimbo is clearly a better character study from shay i don't know i found prince more funny i mean i do think as the thing went on like the judges said you did find yourself in a falling into like a bit of a like with the thing going on with the lips and it was just a bit like where even are you <laughs> like and, and the choice to like sit facing over towards like the whole yeah. like thing was very like it, it was a very definitive choices made but uh <laughs> it's like do you know remember <clears throat> rue gave lady Camden the critique of playing shakespeare as joanna lumley and I, yeah. I think that is interesting to you know you you all you really need to do is achieve this distinct character and you can kind of get away with certain amount, even if it doesn't line up with the person you were supposed yeah. to play at all so you mm-hmm. played this sort of cute little sexy stoner guy and just called a prince and it kind of worked for her the same way like Chi Chi Devane was playing this cat as uh as, as Eartha Kitt yeah Eartha Kitt and kind of got away with it so yeah this like this was safe in a yeah. normal season but yeah I kind of I kind of digged it <clears throat> so then ding 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 time for a whole new universe of, of contestants as up versus Catherine Tate for the Vivian and like, I thought this was a better impersonation. I sounded exactly like her. And my criti- criticism on the production is the best thing about Gran is the laugh. And she bangs the table and she did the laugh. And, like, they cut away from her. We didn't get to see her best moment. I'm sure Vivian said, what a fucking liberty at one point, which is her catchphrase. And they, they don't know her well enough to keep it in. I really felt they didn't understand the character to portray her in the best way. I just I have other characters of of Catherine Tate that I prefer, like the obnoxious rich woman with the cinnamon gooseberry yogurt, or the are John's a gay man now. Like their characters that I I personally prefer because I just think that like I I don't know I find kind of like 
toilety puerile humor kind of boring and mm. i think that nan lincoln but yeah we love drag race <laughs> i know <laughs> i mean for rupaul for, to be fair out of all the characters the one that will appeal to rupaul the most is gran to be fair to me I mean, I think it's a, it's a clever choice, but again, you know, it is sort of like you look back at Donald Trump and even the kind of, you know, the workroom walkthrough with, as as Scylla has gone on to become iconic in itself as well. And it, it is just kind of like, it would have been great to see like Vivian giving one of the like really iconic like British characters. And I mean, you know, I would love a Rover's Return Barmaid, like massive tits and a load of Joanna print. and Captain Tate were iconic. I don't think that Nan. I, I don't. Well, I don't. Th- I think that that Joanna Lumley had the capacity to, but wasn't because it wasn't yeah. either given the room to, or the the whole thing felt like it wasn't quite delivered well. And I just don't think that, like, I just don't. I just don't feel that the, that Catherine Tate character is at the level of of sort of like icon that. I would agree with you, but she actually has her own movie out this year. I know, and it's terrible. I'm sad about that. Which I'm surprised about, but... Yeah, look, Lauren is the the most popular character, right? Yeah. That's the kind of, like, chappy... Yeah, the Amber Bovard. And I kind of think, like, I just... Yes, like, that would would be the one that was, like, most... But I think that that... Is there there problematic now? I don't know. Or is that just the Mm, woman from Little Britain? That's that's the very... It is the classist, I guess, but... um, Yeah. But yeah, anyway, like Pollard. Yeah. I would have much preferred to have seen Bess Lynch on that panel. Just saying. <laughs> Noted. Thank you very much. That's a very fair criticism of Vivian. Yeah. <laughs> but I think she did a really good job. I think she looked like her. I think she sounded like her. I think she hit all the marks. I just don't think they knew. Rue couldn't understand what she was saying. I just think Rue's, Rue's cultural references was the boundary that she couldn't get past. And yeah. I don't think it's her fault. Fair, fair point. Fair point. Um, beside Catherine Tate was the Boogeyman from Evie. Again, really fancied Evie as the Boogeyman. Very sexy. Um, I think this is the only time she gets a laugh when she reveals that she's spelling Boogie B-O-O-G-I-E. Uh, it was definitely better. I think she had learned how to bounce off people at this point. But it would be a low safe, I think, in a normal season. Yeah. I'd agree. And I think like it was it was based on kind of like a single joke, this disco stew joke. And like that was sort mm. of, you know, that was more or less all it had for it. You're right. I think the look was amazing and it was kind of a clever idea to kind of take like it was a an obvious joke in, in some ways, but it was clever one to make to kind of go into this like boogie disco kind of vibe. Yeah. That wants to fuck everybody. And like yeah. this reimagining of the scary character is just this like lusty, sexy man. Yeah. You know. Uh, I thought it was kind of fun. Then beside the Boogeyman, we have Trinity as Leslie Jordan. This was great. This was iconic. And this is like, I mean, like, you know, Trinity kind of had a lot to live up. You forget, I think, that Trinity actually did have a lot to live up to because her, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, was so iconic when she did it on Sna- on, on, mm. on Snatch Game of Love in All Stars 4. And her, I think her Satan really proved that she, you know, that that wasn't a fluke. And I think then this was just like, it was it was brilliant it was just mm. really really right from the beginning of like needing the help to get it like up onto the seat like it just had everything for me i really loved it and i just i love leslie jordan leslie jordan jordan is a brilliant idea as a character to to play and has so many like one-liners and sort of yeah 
I, I think this was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, going to the bodega to buy a condom as a, as a raincoat was great. Yeah. And I love just after the final bit of Judy singing, when he goes, they changed it to drag queen. I just think that is such a Leslie Jordan thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, And then absolutely. to say, I just was like, perfect. Sitting there yeah. with like hand on open palms, like a sort of, yeah, perfect. This was, this was really, really good. Uh, and then beside Trinity was Jada as the Lady Chablis, um, who's a trans actress, um, who, I mean, I don't think it's particularly funny, and Jada doesn't necessarily manage to caricature her well enough. And this, I thought, was actually worse than Prince. Agreed. It was just sort of, like, standard impersonation of, like, a sort of a slightly posh lady. Not a posh lady, but, like, it was, like, a basketball wives or any of those sort of interpretations that we've seen kind of of this type of character in the game in the past like i i you know i don't know i i didn't find it funny and i don't know who the character is so like i wasn't just sort of didn't even know what i was i was looking for yeah i looked her up she's a lot more soft-spoken than jada gave her as well so like i didn't even feel the character was there per se like i think jada just played herself to be honest yeah um, i think that's fair enough then we have on the bottom level we have Shay as Miss J Alexander you'll be more familiar with her now what pronouns are we using for them he, she he? I just go with they them because I'm not 100% sure okay but um, yes you're more familiar with them than I am how did this not very good I okay. missed the mark entirely for me I was surprised that they got told that this was their better <clears throat> of the two impressions because like was it like, like Miss J is a huge character and has this kind of like very matter of fact deep voice and I didn't think that like the blunt bowl cut was great but I think like the costume wasn't big enough like obviously the reference there was to a, a, a midpoint way through like Miss J's presence on on, on on top model Tyra got him to start doing this ridiculous thing where every week he would like put on a new bow in order to like represent one of the queens gone but like you know there was none of the like everything Miss J says is like a statement you know and I didn't feel like we had any of that it felt very kind of watered down like even like Miss J starts every single of their 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 posts on Instagram with like Good day, good evening, good afternoon, friends, fans and followers. And it's like, you know, to kind of like have that be kind of like how you announce it. So I I was disappointed because Miss J is a character I've really wanted to see in Snatch Game. And Miss J as an individual is a person that I've really wanted to see on Drag Race for a long time. So I I feel like better could have been done. I watched uh, like a montage of their best bits on Top Model and they seem to be better at like the clapbacks rather than the sort of monologue. So I wonder was that difficult to try get the clapbacks into maybe sort of answer form but also like there, I, we didn't hear any clapbacks to the other contestants that even like Catherine Tate's nan claps back at her and even the response to Chris the Chris, Chris Hemsworth question is Chris gave me a bad perm so now I'm going to refuse to acknowledge I know who he is like didn't really land no it didn't it didn't really land which is which a pity because it's iconic iconic character that really yeah. does deserve to have their day in the sun on, on a Snatch Game panel Mm. This was not that day. No, they in the shade for Shay. Um, it was interesting because Shay won Snatch Game, and I think she really struggled this time. Yeah, I felt like as if like that she was much more comfortable in the the Majimbo character than 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 she was in the in the 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 J Alexander character. 
which is strange because mm. I don't know, like the, the panel seemed to believe that she was doing better. And perhaps there was more that they saw of yeah. the Jay Alexander character that made them feel like she had it more right. And it just, it was the way it was edited down meant that we didn't necessarily see the best of it, but she looked more uncomfortable as Jay Alexander. And we know she loves top model and we know that she's a designer herself and we know she's like closer to the character of Jay. I actually than, forgot than that she has a top model podcast. Yeah. So like you expect, we know that she knows that show inside out. So yeah. it's interesting that she struggled with this. Um, Beside then Shay was Raja as Diana Freeland, um, former editor in chief of Vogue and Harper's Bazaar. The character, like the transformation into this old lady, was breathtaking. It wasn't yeah. that funny, but like what characterization? Absolutely, and especially when you like are comparing <clears throat> this to a previous version of this. She popped a pill, RuPaul. She popped a pill, like. Yeah. You know, like Robbie Turner's impersonation of, of this individual was like really quite terrible and I, I mean I do think it was like visually this was like amazing transformation there was a few moments in it that were kind of like chuckle worthy um, and again kind of I suppose as a person who I wouldn't have seen doing particularly well in this challenge or wouldn't have expected to do particularly well in this challenge like I, I feel like they held their own on a very competitive like panel and but like i think that like on the first panel raja was definitely like right up there in the top two and mm. i think in this panel even with sort of judy garland and leslie jordan like you know diana vreeland managed to probably be third. second third or fourth at the at the very yeah, yeah. so i mean just a, a fantastic play by <laughs> raja even though it wasn't maybe the most hilarious character because as tyra in season three she managed to do the caricature of Raja. Like she managed to take Tyra, you know, beyond what we see of her. And she's smiling so hard that blood's coming out of her eyes. And she can't stop talking badly about Naomi Campbell, which, you know, is fun characterism, but she didn't capture the character that well. She just looked like Raja. So the fact that she's able to come back and embody two totally different characters, an old lady to a puppet, like masterclass of, 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 yeah. you know really goes to show how much she's grown and, how, and her and her capabilities yeah. there Monet gave us Martin Lawrence as the character Shanene um, and we didn't get to see much of this so I guess it was I didn't think it was great, great. I you know I thought it was like I much like I thought Mike Tyson was much better than than this I thought Mike, Mike Tyson was 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 far ahead um, than, than this particular one I, I wasn't overly interested in it. I didn't think that there was, I didn't think that it was, I don't know. I, I didn't find him funny. And I suppose because we didn't see very much of it. Mustn't have been very funny. No. <laughs> and then finally, we've waited half an hour to actually talk about this. Judy Garland. Is this the best Snatch Game character we have ha- ever had on the show? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, better than Trump. Better than Trump. Better than, uh, better than, um, Judge Judy, better than Maggie Smith, better than Little Evie. Paul Lind. Paul Lind. Better than um, Jenner. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, This, like, I mean, the the word masterclass got used a couple of times in this, and this really was a masterclass. Like, this was someone who was so comfortable in their lane. It was just... She made it look so easy. And it was just so funny. And then, like, even the reference back to the... To Dave from season five about how like you're letting I'm letting you off the hook, hmm. and and kind of like oh is this my camera? Is it like just this. I love the is this my camera? <laughs> like and the singing as well, like the fact like no one has sung as their character before, 
No, no. I, I mean, and then like the nerve to like do two RuPaul songs in the, like it just was, it, it was just like it, it's instantly, instantly iconic. Instantly iconic gets thrown around too much, but this is what mm. that was. Like this was like one of the best Snatch Game characters. Like I, I would watch an entire show of this character. Yeah. And look, maybe it doesn't work his entire show, but like, it was so, like the callback was genius. It's exactly what you want. Like, the bit where she calls Rue Broom, (laughs) where she is like, I don't know if I'm playing the game right because I didn't say something dirty, but let me tell you a dirty story. When I was snorting a line of coke off Frank Sinatra's dick, I had to stop halfway for a breath. Like, it's just so, so good. Like, and you know, this is what these comeback formats are for. You want to see somebody who is one of the best at something come back and do it better. And it often doesn't work. Often you get people who win or do well, don't do well. You get somebody like Trinity or Shea who did average, who like jump out of the box. Yeah. But like, this is somebody who gave us a 9 out of 10, come back giving us a 10 out of 10. Yeah, you know? that, I, I, absolutely. Fantastic. And I think like it, it kind of, again, it proves the point about sort of Jinx being like, what it, it proves the point as to why Jinx is considered to be one of the greatest kind of queens that's come out of Drag Race. Like it proves that point. It shows you like this week and last week, this kind of this is a versatile queen who has so much talent at their fingertips like i i i i will i i literally i had to i had to pause halfway through watching the 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 judy garland performance because i was coughing i was laughing so hard i started coughing (laughs) and it took me about about five minutes to like literally like compose yourself compose myself to start again and i just i i mean that's what you want (laughs) <laughs> I think it goes to show as well that you know Jinx feels like and in 2022 Jinx feels like such a sort of odd character for the show because the show has really leaned into the Aquarius and you know the skinny little fashion girls and yeah. they're kind of dime a dozen and now a classically trained theatrical campy queen they don't really have their place in the show anymore and I think Jinx is showing that this is what the audience want just as much as they want their their fashion girl and the the production and casting them. I completely agree with you because I, I think you, the 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 problem with that or the the issue is that the the weight given to runway look because obviously that's Rue's I suppose the, the area of the the show that Rue seems to have more of a a grow for. Means but also that, it's, like, it's every episode whereas there's just one snatch game or whatever so yeah there is a heavier weight. oh yeah yeah absolutely but i think it means that like you don't like you don't have like if you think back to jinx run on, on all-star or season five like jinx looks weren't great like they were no. fine but at that stage like people were wearing off the rack stuff all the time like it wasn't something that you kind of needed to be kind of like serving these amazing model-esque looks and i suppose like mm-hmm. we've seen throughout more recent seasons that the queens who have that campier aesthetic do tend to get sort of weeded out early on because they aren't bringing it as strong on the runway and the judges seem to be prioritizing that and you aren't yeah. then necessarily but that again like i suppose that probably is i don't know whether this is a broader problem within the drag community that people are more interested in like serving amazing looks over kind of being the comedy campy queen or don't see comedy or campness as being something that's important to sort of learn so you aren't then having those queens come up who are putting the time and effort into learning all this and the other thing about it is, I'm on my, I'm on a run, I'm on a roll now, mm-hmm. is that it takes longer to learn those skills like improving mm-hmm. and to like sort of absorb that pop culture reference 
than it does to kind of become amazing at lip at, at makeup and fashion lip syncing yeah like ginger min shows that you can have good runways and be a fun campy theatrical queen you know ultimately she did she though I think her, her runways were good. Like she wasn't her runways, on were, were, her runways were were fine. Like throughout, but also the, six. Her runways are good, but they weren't like kind of like they they weren't the sort of what is it, like they weren't the runways where everyone's like, oh my god, like this is no. unreal. But like, I don't feel I watched also six and was like she can't win because the runways aren't good enough. Like they were fine. They were that is my favorite thing, but yeah. they were they were good. Like, um, yeah. But, but that, what? Who's the last queen in a regular season who had that? Ginger Minge, Jinx vibe. Angela Graham vibe. Uh, I honestly, like, I'm trying to think back over... Nina West, I think. They haven't had one I don't, since Nina West, I don't think. I, I, don't, I don't think Nina West was even, like, even held a candle. I mean, I think probably She Who Shall Not Be Named, Sherry Pie. She Who Shall Not Be Named, and then named immediately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably... Probably would have been filling in that that particular yeah, that wheelhouse bit just because like apparently that's where their skill set was, um, but didn't win snatch game so like and like to be honest their snatch game wasn't even that good no it and it did joke. yeah and it, it relied heavily on like taking the Nina West snatch game was better than theirs I'd agree with you on that yeah yeah and I'm trying to think like season thirteen season four like I think like now there is a, like a primacy a primacy there is like I think that. Fashiony queens who can also do a bit of comedy get very very far, yeah. but the fashion is always front and center, and yeah. it would be nice to start seeing to to see another person like Jinx coming through or Ben de la Creme coming through who was able to or Bianca del Rio any of the like like it is interesting isn't it that like the queens who actually have like risen to the very 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 top and are the most sort of instantly recognizable are the queens who have that like comedic aspect front mm. and centre within and it, like the fashion is secondary even Katya even Katya Trixie like you know like yeah. that that's sort of like the, so it is interesting that those are the queens who seem to like really be able to make Bob, cr- yeah. yeah but it's, and it's it's a long time since we've seen a queen like that coming through who kind of has entered into that those ranks well I guess it's because they have the personality that they confront a YouTube season series they can you know they can yeah. you couldn't put Aquaria as the host of the pit stop like you know maybe maybe Tudor Boot but like she doesn't have the personality to hold and interview different people each week. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so, so I mean, I guess that's why, like, that is why the the UK season gives quite, like, I think gives us hope for, for, for more queens like that. Because I do think that the sort of camp, you know, seaside town drag is still a very big active part of, of uh, drag race, mm. of drag race in the UK. And... You know, I'll be interesting. I will be watching Tartan around with uh, Lawrence Cheney to kind of see whether perhaps there's another, you know, future um, all winners season snatch game masterclass, even yeah. though her Mariam Margulies was absolutely was atrocious. A big old flop. Um, but yeah, it is interesting. Bring back the Camp of Queens. Well, I'm here to say. Um, yeah anyway I was going to talk about season 15 but that was a total tangent let's move on to the runway it was the pleather principle was the title of the runway I loved Rue's hair I don't think I've seen Rue wear hair like that before no me either yeah it looked great Um, also Daphne Guinness with a hair like a pint of Guinness Mm -hmm. and one of the most confused introduction lines (laughs) I run into your queens all over the world Rue I can't wait to see them in person what is it, Daphne? Do you run into them all over the world or not? 
Yeah, I don't know. She had no personality. When she was in Untucked, she was very meek as well. But she did sign the inside of Jinx's wig, which was exciting to see. Oh. Um, Monet was up first with that like chocolate brown pleather with a big bow on it. I liked how, for me, the the abs also looked like blocks of chocolate. I thought that was sort of Ooh. fun. I don't know if that was intended or not, but she looked fantastic in it. Insert June Jambalaya. It's chocolate meme right here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I really like that brown gown. It looked great. Um... And like I love the kind of the, the the sort of bordering on masculinity of the the bodice and then the femininity. Like I, yeah, it was it was a strong look for Monet. I thought and like runways have been an area for her where she's been like having to like improve herself, and this was very strong. Evie was up next with the black, blue, and red anime character. And again, maybe I just think the silhouettes are too small for Evie that I just don't feel like they feel at the same level as everybody else like i know jada had a smaller silhouette but it felt more full and realized and there was more detail to it yeah i agree i i didn't find her this look particularly interesting and i think rolling on from like the crayon look last week it, it didn't yeah there, there was something kind of like not maybe at the same level as the other queens about about this um like, like it even, wasn't bad, but like, but but also like I kind of think like stars. yeah, like I kind of think like you know make those inflatable pigtails like <clears throat> huge, mm. you know, like because didn't we have uh, like Raj Aja did something similar to this for her yeah with the big pony the yellow yeah. ponytails came down yeah exactly. yeah and I kind of think like you need to be like bringing it to that level if you're and it needs to be like really kind of striking even in the colors and I found the colors were a bit like kind of muted or something so mm. yeah th- it wasn't my favorite of the night no I'd even go say it was possibly my least favorite yeah um Raja I loved this the red and the sort of light blue crocodile print leather with the cape oh amazing no she looks stunning and i mean she is such a model and even the kind of story she told about like this is me kind of you know back in the 70s just walking down the corner store to get some cigarettes before i pop into the pub for the afternoon like that sort of glamorous like lost child like yeah it was stunning absolutely stunning yeah loved it trinity again kind of felt a bit small with the sort of pastel bubblegum blue puffer jacket you know with the sort of like suspended pockets it was interesting because normally she goes really big on these silhouettes and stuff for All-Stars. This I felt a bit small, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, she she made even like it, when she was walking the runway, she was like, oh, I'm not going to be showing this much skin most of the season. So enjoy it while you can. So I was like, <laughs> mm. I wonder if this is like kind of like one of her looks that she recognizes isn't as, as great. Like I, it was fine. I thought she looked lovely. I really liked the, the side ponytail. Yeah. But it wasn't like it wasn't kind of gagging me. My throat did you... not need to be relaxed, as yeah. Widow Bantu would say. <laughs> the I guess it's, it's versatility. You know, you can't come out in the gown every week because we get yeah. bored of that. So at least, you know, this is... And, and like, she doesn't know the order of them. So it was a nice... It was definitely fun. It was light. Um, it, but it was mid-table for me. Yeah. Vivian gave us the really broad red shoulders with that red soldier hat, which I just associate with Cheryl. Um, you know, Cheryl Cole. A hundred percent. On the X Factor. Uh, she looked fantastic she did she's ready to kick shit into space um, I loved this look and I just was thinking back to the shoulder pads uh, or the, the shoulder pads look uh, that we got our looks Deja Sky into, yeah on Deja Sky and I was like this is what those runways all should have been like please yeah. take note and like also like done with like a real finesse like she looked mm. phenomenal I I thought like yeah I love the colour of it it was so bold I, yeah I mean this was fantastic she looked amazing Jinx then 
love the idea of this that that sort of original Disney silhouette with the bustle and the like the large sleeves then made out of sort of fetish gear Mary Poppers all that sort of stuff yeah no pleather madam I loved it I thought she would look great I love the colours um, the kind of gentleness of it I really like Jinx is bringing exactly what is her brand in a really elevated way to the runway it, it's, it's it's really great to see us yeah I think this was possible. Like her and Raj, I think were my top two of the week. I think. Yeah, Jada, I think Jada. so. Jada gave us um, like Aaliyah meets the Matrix with a cape. I couldn't work out the color. I couldn't find out. It was like a dark sort of shiny browny purpley color. I couldn't put my finger on yeah. it. With the bandu knots and was she wearing sunglasses? As she well? was wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked it yeah I loved her I thought she looked fantastic I thought she looked super sexy and I mean I think that's probably the best she's looked on the runway in the well that's only the two looks we've seen of her so far but I was just really impressed yeah uh, finally then Shay gave us the like the light pink Catwoman uh, face keeny with a whip that sort of busky ass with the high boots again she actually always delivers. She does. I think I would have preferred maybe if it had been like more like the original kind of because she did make the reference to the Tim Burton Catwoman. I think I would have preferred if it had been in like black instead to be a more direct comparison because I didn't okay. understand why it had the like the graffiti on it. I, I wasn't sure what the like what the notion was with that. Like it did look phenomenal, but I just was a little bit like I, I didn't understand that choice. Yeah. I thought it looked great. I guess it didn't look like a copy. It looked like a reimagining. So yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind of dug that. So that's them all. They all get their positive critiques. Um, Jinx and Trinity are the winners. I kind of felt bad for Raja in this. Like I kind of felt she deserved it in one degree. As in like Jinx won the second panel. Raja won the first panel. But if you add up all the performances, Trinity would be second. It's like when you add the jury and the public, you get Trinity second. But you yes, know... Raja won the jury so I felt hard done by but I think it was the right choice yeah I, I do too because I think if you if you add both performances uh, together like I, I do think Jinx came out like obviously on top and I, I think that it was probably between Trinity and, and Raja for that second place and I just think that there was a lot of uniqueness to both of Trinity's characters and while Raja was super strong as Madam the Diana Vreeland was good but it, it wouldn't yeah didn't pop as much I've just felt bad I would have loved that redemption for Raja and I look she got it she just wasn't in the top she, yeah. she didn't get her legendary legend star she did no legendary like, legend star for Raja but you know we, we, we've we all seen her in a new light now yeah look and that's and that's more important than a goddamn legendary legend star and also because I kind of felt <clears throat> you know what's the point of Trinity winning when she's not even going to get the star anyway at least Raja will get the star yeah but anyway, I, I do it probably as, was right. I do, I do feel as well, like you have to, like, I suppose thinking about it in terms of the, the competition overall, like these are challenges. The last two weeks are challenges that Raj have done really well in, but wouldn't necessarily be where you would be expecting her to be flexing her muscles. True. So like we're coming into design challenge design next challenge. week. She won every design challenge on, on season three. She actually didn't win any of the design challenge. Well, there you go. <laughs> did she only win one no she won a design challenge but she, she, there was two balls in her season and she actually didn't win either of them okay well she did extremely well in yeah. in, in, in them and like that's kind of I suppose the area where people are kind of like expecting her to probably really rip it up 
Yeah, I just remember she won the design challenge where they had to make a dress based on a cake. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, she yeah. She was given a chocolate, chocolate lava cake. cake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And poor um, old Stacey Lane got sent home wearing her big um, strawberry. Exactly. <laughs> and then you took out work back and said uh, season thirteen. Yeah. Um, but no, Yara, Sophia, and Manila but won the balls over Raja, which I thought was really interesting when I went back to have a look at it yeah. mm-hmm. for our workroom series. That's why it's on the top of my mind. Uh, the lip sync was to Adele's. Rumor has it, I think it's our first Adele lip sync, which was exciting. Did we get one for UK? I'm not I sure. I don't feel I, we may have, but I can't remember. I don't think we did. Uh, that was good. I thought Jinx deserved to win. I think Trinity. W- this wasn't a. This isn't a Trinity. That took this wasn't. This wasn't. No. This wasn't. This wasn't in Trinity's wheelhouse. Um. I thought Trinity looked great, and I think that it's. It's like she is so comfortable. It like if you think back to like season nine, when we first were introduced to her, she was so singular about like beauty and pageantry being kind of where her strengths were and now she does feel very comfortable in that like camp and comedy wheelhouse so mm. it is like nice to see that but I definitely agree I, I think that Jinx was Jinx was was better in this and also like Jinx like you just had to give Jinx 10,000 euro for $10,000 for that Judy Garland yeah you know yeah. <laughs> write that check crew write that check crew mm. so out comes the old platinum plunger again and uh Jinx hesitates but ends up giving it to Shay. I thought she'd give it to Monet based on the conversation we saw earlier on and like you know, but yeah. Shay won. So I, Shay's more of a competition. Yeah, I guess that sort of is like you you because you, 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 you now see obviously they've had the conversation about like how they're playing it and like she kind of talks about it in terms of like if she's playing video games, how does she make sure that she's hampering the person she needs to have to get ahead? So in a way, like it is a compliment to Shay to be like, I do think you're competition. But then on the other side, Monet, it's like, well, obviously this shows that she doesn't necessarily think you're gonna do very well and whatever the mm. thing is next week. I had believed at the beginning of the season that before this whole like plunger of whatever failure thing happened they were going to be told what the challenge of the next week was going to be so that they would be able to make that decision informed by what the strengths of the individuals would be so it would be like literally handicapping someone when you knew they could do well i'm glad that that's not the case well we don't know it's not the case it's just not overtly shown true i'm choosing to like, believe it's not because it would be if very you knew unfair it was if you knew it was snatch game like sure Shay probably would have given it to Jinx as an obvious choice but maybe she has no Jinx as well so she gave the Trinity out of comfort and like Jinx has just happened to block one of the best sewers of the competition going into a ball so we don't know yet and to be fair you, you know the you know Shay could have been reasoning that she knows that 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 Trinity is excellent when it comes to snatch game and obviously yeah. picked well and wisely because yeah. it prevented her from getting a second badge hmm First or let Fred together from getting a first legendary legendary legend. legends star. Yeah. Excuse us. Um. Yeah. So interesting. I'm so here for it though. Like, I watched before work the first episode, and honestly, work was just like, what? How can I feel the time until I get to watch Snatch Game? Fantastic. Um. And I'm here for it. I can't believe I have to wait seven days for the next episode. No, me too. I'm completely here for it. I'm very excited. I, I do. I, I hope this enthusiasm manages to maintain itself right throughout the season because that would be lovely. Um, And we don't end up with a slump at some point in the middle. And I am curious to see how we'll feel when we haven't had any eliminations coming on in the, by sort of like episode eight or nine to yeah. be like, how are and we you, getting on? You know us, we what have a want to get jaded with the season after a while exactly let's hope we stay jada and not jaded yeah that's it we want to be jaded not jaded 
Yeah, perfect, beautiful, wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> um, if you're enjoying the season, you can play along with our fantasy league. Uh, we've tweaked the rules a bit because no one's going home. Once you choose your team, you can, they're pretty much there. You can make a few substitutes along the way. If you're interested in that, head over to our Instagram at sissy.pod. In the link in the bio, you'll find the Google form. You can fill out your team. I'll post the results on a weekly basis. I still have to finesse the marking scheme because obviously there's no one in the bottom and stuff this week. So we'll see what we're doing. But come along and play for that. Otherwise, check out all the wonderful artwork that James makes on our page at sissy.pod. And join us in the workroom if you want more of us. We'd be much appreciated to welcome you over there for five euro a month. You get bonus content. You'll get all of our coverage of Drag Race Hispania, and we'll be doing one-off episodes of each member of the cast um, and our spotlight of an all-star season, which kicks off in two weeks. Uh, other than that, we'll see you this time next week. Hopefully, with a guest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.